Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I am covering the 2023 Korean drama, My Lovely Liar. This is a drama that just finished airing as of the time of this recording, so it's fresh in my mind and I have a few things to say about it. I really to say about one specific part about this drama, so I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna do a quick review about this drama. Spoiler alert for those who have not seen this drama or have not finished this drama. I'm going to spoil things. And so this is the time for you to basically click off and go watch the drama first or something. Because um, basically the open of this review is to talk about a spoiler. So move on if you've not seen the drama. But yeah, My Lovely Liar basically follows the life of Muxori. Who is this girl that can hear when people are lying? She gets a ding sound in her mind when someone tells a lie, as opposed to hearing nothing when they are telling the truth. And so that is the basis of this drama. Now, the male lead is Kim Doa, who is a guy that is basically dealing with the trauma from his past. He has been accused of killing his girlfriend, and even though he wasn't convicted, the trauma of going through that whole process and you know being accused of that has really weighed on him. And he's a very introverted, very careful, scared guy, right? And so that's kind of where our drama starts. Now, before I go into the part about this drama that I really want to talk about, I just want to mention that for the cast, I am very familiar with Kim Sohyun and Wang Mingyun. They are two people that I have seen in a lot of shows, right? Wang Mingyun was in Alchemy of Souls, which is one of my favorite, favorite shows. It's the first actual show drama that I cover on this podcast, whereas... Kim Soyeon has been in Love Alarm. She's been in one of my all-time favorite dramas, The Moon Embracing the Sun, as the child actress of the villain. So she's somebody that I have been watching for a really, really long time. Now, in this review, I'm not really going to talk about the things that I liked or did not like about this drama. I have The drama was fine, right? There was not that much for me to dislike about it. It was still in some parts and I almost dropped it. Thank God I did not because I would have missed this whole part of the drama, right? So basically, the part about this drama that I really want to talk about is the reveal of who the murderer is, right? So it's revealed that the murderer is actually the CEO and friend of our male lead, Joduk Chan. This is something that came as a surprise to me, <laughs> because for those who watch this drama, you know that Joduk Chan is... The consummate friend. He's such a good friend to Kim Doa and he's been there for him since this thing happened, right? Where he's been blamed for the death of his girlfriend, right? He's the one that convinced his brother to provide an alibi for Kim Doa. He's the one that has kind of brought Kim Doa on as part of his company, right? A successful company that, you know, he's worked hard to build, right? And so he's just a good friend. He's very charismatic. I like him in his suit. Like he was a character that I enjoyed watching, right? And so when this happened and it came out that he was the murderer, right? He was the one who killed Omji. I was shocked. But that said, I do think that his character, he's very compelling. He Like I feel bad that he ended up being the one that he used as a murderer in this because he was such a good friend and i really wish they kept it that way that said i'm kind of glad <laughs> that he was the one that murdered omg i mean by mistake of course but it 
opened the door to a very interesting like conversation that I want to have because I mean his character is just so nuanced to me at least right and it made the drama just like suddenly really really good right he made it like worthwhile and so yeah his character is actually the one i want to talk about in this episode so like i said we find out that he's actually the one that killed omji by mistake of course because i mean (laughs) omji is a very annoying she's very very annoying she's she's always been a problem right for kim doa and i mean they tried to make it like oh yeah she's a victim like she didn't have options and stuff like that her dad was abusive stealing her money everything she said blah 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 but honestly i feel like they just gave her that victimhood for no reason because there are ways right you can make sure things get better and maybe this is me like victim blaming because when i saw the scene where like she's being hit by her dad and like he's taking all her money and stuff like that i was thinking that i mean why are you just letting your money lie around in the house like bury it in the ground if you have to like you understand what i mean anyway they, and they lived in like a remote place anyway so there are places around i'm sure she could have buried the money and the dad would not have found it the guy the guy could barely walk <laughs> honestly and i mean if you want to add to that if she was so scared of the dad in, in like abusive and like he, he had a heavy hand right and that's something that i actually feel bad for her in that sense right like i think she could have moved <laughs> she could have moved that said it's hard to think of this thing that's the only benefit of it that i'll give her in that it's hard to think of these things when it's happening to you so i think she felt in a way stuck where she was and she couldn't think of a way out but I think if she had actually thought really deeply about it, she could have come up with something because thankfully her brother wasn't abusive. Her brother was on her side and I mean, he was a grown adult as well. So maybe he could have helped her, you know, get away from the dad or something. Right. Um, and I have to say on the brother as well, Omji's brother, he is just a trash character um, because he's actually the one that put it in her mind, planted a seed of that Kim Doa he is the one that you can rely on you know, hold on to him and don't let him go. She didn't have that idea from the beginning. It was her brother that kind of put that in her and made her like turn into an obsessive, possessive girlfriend, right? For Kim Doa. Because he was not like, oh, your future, your dream should be Kim Doa. And since that day, that's when she started like being a really possessive girlfriend. So in that sense, <laughs> I feel bad for her. But at the same time, I'm like, technically she had options she could have like left and everything but that's beside the point now because she's such a terrible person even though she was going through a lot she's also such a terrible person in that she figures out that joduk chan likes his best friend right she figures that out that he likes her boyfriend and her reaction is like to out him and that is something that was a moment where they're in that woods talking about it that you could see the fear in joduk chan's eyes about kim doa finding out that was his biggest fear it wasn't like he, he planned to do anything about how he felt right he really just wanted to be by kim doa's side but omji kind of exposed that side of him that i don't think he, even he was comfortable exposing and so that's why i think his reaction was so visceral like he was so scared and it was in that moment that they had the tussle and he mistakenly like you know killed her now i think that this is where his error starts 
when he mistakenly kills her, I mean, the normal reaction is that he should have actually called 911 or is it 119 and see if she could be saved, right? That would have been the correct thing to do. That said, the decision he decided to take, I don't know if I can fault him for that because I don't know if if I was in the same situation whether I would call 911. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a sense of, like, just fear that you've killed someone, right? And there's that, like... Just, I want to be out of the situation and not have to think about the fact that this happened, right? And so that's the decision decided to take to kind of bury everything, pretend it never happened. The problem is then, you know, Kim Dua takes the fall. So that aspect of Joduk Chan that mistakenly killed Omji, I don't fault him for, honestly, because she was very annoying. Like, I should have felt sorry for her, but I I kept feeling sorry for Judo Chan. I had to, like, go to jail and stuff like that because he was genuinely a good friend to Kim Doa. And that's one aspect I want to talk about because now I feel like I have to go back and watch all the episodes again, seeing it from the perspective that I now know that, you know, he had feelings for Kim Doa. Obviously, I watched too much BL and I will take what I can get. Um, <laughs> uh, accidental BL. <laughs> um so in that sense i was really sad that it was him that had to be the murderer right but he was genuinely just a good friend i think to kim doa people would disagree on that and say that oh but he let kim doa take the fall and watched him struggle with this for years granted but he's human like he's a human person that makes mistakes and I think for him, he thought he was in the best he could, given the circumstances. Um, He made sure that he carried Kim Doa along. And honestly, when we were all speculating about who the murderer was, he also did not come to mind. I mean, he came to mind in that, okay, maybe he also liked Omji. I did not guess, even for one minute, that it would be because he liked Kim Doa. Did not come to mind once, like at all. Maybe he should have, because... There are scenes where you see his wife and his kid and he's talking to them, which was one part that I was shocked that that was included in the drama in the sense that usually characters are never married, right? Characters are just never married in drama. So I side characters like that, right? It's just not something they do. So maybe I should have had an idea that there was something special about the fact that he was married. And also when he found out that his wife was divorcing him or even when his wife was cheating, he didn't have any reaction, right? But he was oddly very animated when it came to Kim Doa. He was always like on edge when Kim Doa was involved, right? And I should have seen that as him liking Kim Doa. Obviously, it was never something he wanted to do something about, right? Again, that's something Omji kind of, she was trying to out him, right? When he, I don't think he was even comfortable with that himself. Um, and I think Omji said I was one that kind of pushed him to the extreme where he even got married and had a kid. I think he was trying to run away from that part of himself that was like in love with Kim Doa, even though he was, oh, so in love with Kim Doa, obviously. Like, and he was on Kim Doa's side all the time against anybody, against his brother, like, he was fiercely protective of Kim Doa. At the same time, he was the reason that Kim Doa was going through so much. So I can sense that for him, there's a lot of like stress about that aspect, right? He was dealing with that part of him that I'm sure was kind of guilty about what he did and how he hurt Kim Doa. But for him, I think he was also trying to make up for that in some way, you know, by carrying him along, by making sure he was the head producer for the most popular person in the company. Like he was trying his best as well to give Kim Doa as much as he could, kind of as a sorry 
for what I, you know, put you through kind of thing, right? And so in that uh, in that way, I I always felt that his character was just interesting, right? Um, very compelling, and I felt really sad to see him like be the one <laughs> to kill Omji. I wish he wasn't. I really, really wish he wasn't. Um, and it's sad that it had to be him, though. I will say I also found it like genuine in the sense that I felt like his feelings for Kim Dua was very genuine in the sense that even though like when Kim Dua started dating Oksori, he wasn't particularly possessive. I mean, yeah, there was a sense of like, there's a time where when it started to come out again that Omji's death, blah, 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 this and that in the media, he wanted to send Dua to Germany. And he was talking to Dua's mom about that. That aspect of the game is guided because I think he was just trying to hide what he'd done, right? And I also think in a way, he just wanted Kim Dua to be away from all the terrible things that happened, right? But that was the only part that I would be like, okay, there's a sense of him making decisions for Kim Dua when he should not be, right? But generally, he wasn't possessive. That's how I know his feelings for Kim Dua was not something that... I think he wanted to ever have people know about. He never wanted Kim Dua to even know about it. That scene with Muxori when he's basically confessing that he likes Kim Dua. And he says, he doesn't say, I liked. Not past tense. He says that I like Kim Dua. Um, you can see the pain in his like expression, in his voice, that this is something he does not want right something he struggles with and when he begs that he begs that like please don't tell him right it's that's so genuine like he he feels in i think some way ashamed about how he feels about his best friend he feels embarrassed about it so again that's the thing that makes his character just kind of compelling to watch and it made me feel sad and sorry for him because the worst thing you can i mean we've all been in school and had crushes <laughs> and this was like crushes that like were societally acceptable right this is like my crush on a guy i would rather die <laughs> than for the guy i had a crush on to know i liked him right that's how we were in like high school and middle school and stuff like that so i understand that aspect i feel that like strongly about that talkless or something like juduk jan that he does not want that to ever come out given that his feelings are for another guy so i understand that aspect completely right um he just made so many errors i think we're due to panic right because maybe if he got her to the clinic in time, she would not have passed away. Maybe she wasn't dead yet, right? Um, and even if she had died, manslaughter has a very, very like lesser charge, right? Because people understand that oh, it's in the moment that it happened. It's not something that you plan in advance, right? So maybe it would have been out in like three, four years. But again, he kept piling on errors and errors and adding like premeditated actions that made it very difficult for any judge or jury to believe that this was not something that you know he had in mind for for a while so i think that his character was sad i feel really really bad for him and he turns out to be my favorite character obviously else i would not be spending this many minutes talking about him um, but he ended up being my favorite character in this, followed smoothly or shortly by the second male lead, Sojiun, 
who I love. Like, people don't understand how much I love this guy. But he's one of those actors that he deserves more. He deserves so much more. Like, there are so many shows and dramas of his that I've watched that are so good um, that I feel like he should be a big star. I, it keeps paining me that they keep casting him as a second male lead every time because honestly his first lead material no one can convince me otherwise yunjion plays joduk chan and i know i've seen him in i think tomorrow um a different drama with rowan and you know a few other people but this is like the first time i'm like noticing him and i am actually going to keep following his work to see more of him because he was very compelling in this and just so very good right his character and the way they wrote him was so interesting that i think that's why a lot of people struggled <laughs> right to come to the conclusion that he could be the murderer right um but thankfully when they did make him the murderer they didn't give him just the basic oh he loved the female lead and he was obsessed with her and blah 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 no they gave him more of a compelling story because then all is like previous actions makes sense right um he's like careful kim doa makes sense right and honestly i want to say that i think personally <laughs> that the main villain in this is omji omji and her brother right that whole family in fact because without them this would have been a completely different drama, right? But unfortunately, Omji and her brother are just trash people that, you know, I think eroded all the good relationships that could have been. And no one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> she was a terrible person. <laughs> she was a sad. She's a sad character, but uh, not a good person. Um. So, yeah, that's really all i have to say this was an interesting watch at the end or towards the end um and it actually brought back a renewed interest in this drama i'm going to go back and watch everything from the first episode just for reduction <laughs> right because his character is just so interesting to me so yeah this has been my review of My Lovely Liar with an emphasis of focus on the character of Joduk Chan and looking at his psyche and how he came to do what he did and, you know, how we struggle with that um, going forward. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you guys again next week. Have a nice day. Bye.